Coming up on today's WAC podcast, we had a couple of championships decided this past week, and we have another one coming up on Friday, plus the NFL draft this weekend. Could we see a WAC player selected for the first time in 12 years? That's all ahead on the WAC podcast. Welcome to the WAC podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner, and Kendra Sheehan. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan, fresh off our trips from Beaumont, Texas and Kerrville, Texas. Didn't have a show last week. I think that's the end of a a very long... It's like Cal Ripken not playing. Wow. I mean... Yeah, the streak came to an end. I know, we were both busy. Two championships happened at the same time. It was like ships passing (laughs) in the night. (laughs) You you left and came back, and I was gone, and we didn't see each other for like two weeks. It was great. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. (laughs) So, uh, recap of the Women's Golf Championship, Kerrville, Texas. A brief one, then we'll talk more about it in segment two. New Mexico State winning the seventh of the last eight tournaments in uh, the, remember they were picked third going in which yeah. was a motivation as i found out oh um, by the I aggies bet. did not like being picked third after winning Put it in their locker room six of seven now seven of eight so congratulations to the aggies they are heading to the ncaa regionals i believe we find out where they are heading either uh, today or tomorrow Siri pachana the individual champion will also be heading to regionals and congratulations to her as she uh, wins her second a WAC individual championship, once as a freshman, then as a senior. Nice bookends there. Yeah. Does she uh, like armadillos? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out that and more. Oh. Well, I was over <laughs> in Beaumont, Texas, for the WAC men's and women's tennis championships, and we'll, of course, hear more about that in just a bit. But uh, congratulations to Abilene Christian for winning the WAC title. That was a pretty cool story there because they were in the Southland Conference last year, and they didn't even make their conference tournament, and so that gave them a lot of motivation this year. They have some seniors and some pretty outgoing guys on the team that they were able to pretty much dominate over Lamar winning four to one in that championship. And Lamar had the WAC coach of the year and as well as the WAC player of the year in uh, Daniel Sancho Arbizu and then head coach Scott Shankles. So very cool for them. Congratulations to head coach Juan Nunez and his squad and on the women's side. How about them Aggies? Congratulations to New Mexico State women's tennis program for winning their third overall WAC title. Pretty dominant fashion. They beat Seattle U in the championship, which was also a pretty surprising story Story yeah, that the, Seattle yeah, U was in the championship. Is that what were they, the five seed? I mean, they were, they were pretty low, right? Yeah, and on their uh, semifinals, they had two players that they subbed in because they had injuries and stuff. Yeah. So it was – it was pretty surprising. They made it, and she, their coach, uh, Christina Hollander, was like, hey, you know, we live to survive another day. We're just going to keep going. Of course, New Mexico State, congratulations to them. They win 4 to nothing, clinching that title. And uh, their coach, Emily Wong, got a dog out of it. She did. A puppy. A little puppy. Check our social media. Yeah, at Wax Sports. And you'll see the cute little guy 
Right, his name's Bo. Bo for uh, Beaumont. Beaumont, I know, clever. It was actually, so there was a farmer's market going on in the parking lot of where we were parking for the Beaumont Municipal Tennis Center. It was going on on Saturday from 9 to 11. I guess they were giving out free dogs, free puppies. There was a, a litter that they had, about six of them, and she went by and fell in love. <laughs> and as I understand it, the... A tennis center there in Beaumont, very, very good facility, 20 courts. Yeah, and they have um, over some of them is a really nice, they have for spectator seating, it's a little raised area, elevated surface for the fans to, to stand and watch. And so for that championship, those four courts, there's two other ones that that's that weren't able to be seen from elevation, but that was really nice. It's a pretty good crowd out there. Lamar, of course, in the championship, they had their their people but uh abilene christian had a lot of fans there and and as well as new mexico state men's golf championship happening this week starting on friday Woo! sam houston the pick to win now the bearcats were one of the top teams in the entire country last year one of the top 10 teams in the country if you will and wow. they, they so they are the hands down favorite to win the men's title but gcu picking up a couple first place votes as well the Lopes always tough on the golf course and the defending champion, New Mexico State. Of course. They're picked third, just like the women, so they're in, in position. Oh, can't wait to see that. Boulder City, Nevada, same place as, well, same state huh, same, as the 30, NFL draft. Yeah, 30 minutes away. It's actually just outside of Las Vegas. Ah. So NFL draft happening in Vegas at the Bellagio, I believe, is where they're, you know, they keep showing the fountains. I think that's where it is. I don't know. Oh, okay. But uh, it's a three-day extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, the first round's on Thursday night. Second round and third round is on Friday with the rest of the draft uh, four through seven. On Saturday, might have our first draft pick from the WAC since 2012. Looking like Zion McCallum, the corner from Sam Houston. Yeah, he's uh, when you you know it's tough to see when where guys are going to get picked, but looking at possible draft boards, maybe late second round, early third round, so that would be pretty cool. So that could be uh, Friday or obviously early Saturday, and then we have a couple other guys from Sam Houston, Jaquez Ezard, I guess one other guy from Sam Houston, yep. though you never know. And, and uh, he's he's a return guy and a receiver, so he's got a shot at, at maybe being a, a day three pick. Yep. And then Southern Utah, who's coming into the whack. Next year, offensive tackle Braxton Jones getting a lot of draft buzz. Yeah, another guy who uh, maybe not drafted, but certainly a, a nice free agent, Stephen F. Austin's Rashad Nichols. Yeah, we saw him return a – He was the big guy that yeah. returned the <laughs> – the, the touchdown against yeah. Incarnate Word in I mean, the playoffs. You don't always see that. That had to give him some attention. It Man. sure did. Let's go back to Beaumont, your home away from home. Love it. The Cardinals of Lamar University named a new women's soccer coach. That's right. Lamar names Nathan Kogut, the new women's head soccer coach. He's got twenty more than 20 years of experience at both the collegiate and club level, most recently a four-year run at Texas A&M. And he comes to Beaumont from, you know, one of the premier programs where he helped them produce uh, – Three NCAA tournament berths, a Southeastern Conference regular season and tournament title, and he was a part of the coaching staff that won uh, Southeast Region Coaching Staff of the Year. And so, I mean, he has a high, a lot of accolades that he's going to bring to Beaumont. Really excited to see how that turns the program. And they have a very good program to start with. They made it to the semifinals of the WAC tournament, and Abilene Steve Holman 
was their uh, prior head coach. He moved on to Texas State. So they uh, obviously fill that need with another very quality coach and look out for Lamar uh, in women's soccer. They seem to be bringing quality coaches to the area. So very exciting. Yeah, sounds like you took a swig of something there. Yeah, it's uh, so we had talked about how I wanted to be a Celsius ambassador. And now as – I like to share my accomplishments. I will also share my defeats. Uh And uh, very quickly, they told me that they were not interested. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm drinking Aspire, healthy energy, natural caffeine, a mango lemonade. I will say it's uh, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how good. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, keep, keep doing that. Speaking of accomplishments, how about Abilene Christian defeating Texas Tech 8-5? to Now, I don't know if the Red Raiders would want to join the WAC at some point. They probably wouldn't in baseball because we are, this is another defeat. Mm-hmm. Top 10 ranked team. Grand Canyon I'm, did tongue it. Tongue-in-cheek uh, as I'm saying this. But Texas Tech lost two games to Grand Canyon. Yeah. And now they lose to Abilene Christian. They're going to play ACU again uh, in a few weeks. But uh, congratulations to the Wildcats knocking off a, a top 10 team that's their first ever top 10 win as a program impressive I mean and they were ranked ninth at the time and they the Wildcats actually trailed two nothing and then they had seven runs in the second inning and they were able to hold on for an eight to five win congratulations to uh to Abilene Christian there and also and we've talked about this on Tuesday nights we've had some really good matchups in baseball in particular getting some power five schools to visit WAC schools, especially when they're close in proximity. So Seattle U, Washington, they're both in Seattle. In fact, we're going to have our outdoor track and field championships at the University of Washington hosted by Seattle U. That's how close the schools are together. And the Red Hawks come out on top of UW. Actually, I don't know if they call themselves UW. (laughs) UW is Wyoming. You call them UW. I just called them UW, so now they are the Huskies. And they lose to the the Red Hawks by a final of 6-2. Yeah, I mean, what a what a time on Tuesday for our teams, and that's a crosstown matchup. And of course, we saw the Space Needle turned red. Uh, maybe in the picture. <laughs> in the picture, I, mean, I, I, I had some questions about that. Do, do they do that? Yeah, I'm gonna have to check Washington's Twitter to see if they uh, they turn the if they post needle. it purple yeah. to see if there's confirmation of that. But in similar fashion, Abilene Christian Washington did get on the board first. They led two nothing after the second inning. And uh, Seattle, you just came out on fire, bottom of the third, scoring six runs, and then, of course, scoreless for the rest of the game, and it was 6-2. to We had another big game happening down in Edinburgh. Uh, Sold-out crowd. I know that a lot of planning went into this. Hosting number six-ranked Texas. Gave them a good game. I I watched uh, a good chunk of that. Jonah Goldberg doing the play-by-play. Love his commentary. What what an atmosphere they had there as well. Uh, but they come up short against the Longhorns. Yeah, and but, you know, look at that. A single-game program record over capacity, 6,418 people showed out. That's exciting to see that so many fans are getting together to watch a big game. And when I was at uh, Kerrville last week, Vince Volpe, one of their associate ADs, was there. He's doing Zoom calls at, at the table next to me talking about you know, they were doing tailgating for this game, all, all the things. I mean, this was a big deal. And uh, hats off to the crew at UTRGB for putting on a fantastic game, even though it didn't go the, the way they wanted. Of course. 
of course. But as we jump ahead to some uh, standings, let's take a look at those because before you know it, the tournament <laughs> is going to be here. The championship Grand Canyon currently sits at top of the West Division. They're on a two-game win streak, followed by California Baptists on a two-game win streak. GCU has really kind of uh, separated themselves if we're looking at, you know, records 15 and 3, and then California Baptist is next closest at 11 and 7. And we were talking about this in uh, one of our meetings here that eight teams go to the uh, the WAG baseball tournament. Of course, Dixie, CBU still in that uh, transition yeah. period, and Tarleton not able to go. So it could be a real. Uh, battle down the stretch here to see which teams are going, which teams aren't. I think you can uh, pencil in Grand Canyon. Uh, I'm going to go on a on a limb and say they're in. You know, I I think you could also possibly pencil in Sam Houston. Sam Houston, 13 and five in the Southwest Division. They have won three in a row. Seem to have kind of found their groove. Another uh, big win, by the way, Lamar beating Houston on Tuesday night. So. Uh, not a Power 5 school per se, but a, definitely a very good baseball program out of the American Conference. And Lamar picking up a victory there. They're in second place in the Southwest Division. Yeah, Lamar's another good team to watch. And as I won't, I don't want to, you know, pass by Lamar's accomplishments. We'll go back to Sam Houston because that's where our player of the week came from. Tell me if you heard this name before. Uh, Carlos Contreras. Carlos Contreras set the record for Sam Houston few weeks back for yep. RBI in a game, and he continues just hitting the cover off the ball. He goes uh, uh, SHU sweeping Tarleton. He had 11 runs batted in, four runs scored. Yeah, no, he uh, finished double shy of the cycle uh, in that middle game with two home runs, a triple, seven RBIs, and three runs scored. I mean, this guy's on fire. Definitely don't want to face him. And our other uh, player of the week comes from Stephen F. Austin. He's the pitcher of the week. It's Benny Emmons. He's a sophomore, and he posted a complete game shutout against Lamar, speaking of the mm-hmm. Cardinals. And uh, so congratulations to him. Wax softball tournament just two weeks away. Holy cow. I can't even actually believe that because <laughs> uh, back to Texas, I go. <laughs> it is going to be in Huntsville, hosted by Sam Houston. Uh, we know the eight teams that are going to be in the softball tournament. Really? What are they? Unlike uh, baseball, <laughs> where we have you know the teams that are not eligible. But uh, it, it's going to be wild and wooly down the stretch as well. But again, Grand wild Canyon is the team to beat. 16-2 uh, and two right now. They're on a six-game win streak. Gino Nicoletti of the Lopes is on the verge of setting the new record for stolen bases in a season in the whack. And keep in mind, we've had teams that have won the College World Series in softball. And Hawaii, Fresno State did that. Hawaii was always a great team. So to get an all-time record like that, pretty good stuff. Yeah, because hasn't that record been held for like 25 years? Right, and, and I like believe that? it was a Utah player that, that has a record. Oh. I have to look that up. But uh, we continue with the podcast. Grand Canyon on a six-game win streak, swept both New Mexico State and Seattle U. And that's where we find our... Pitcher, or excuse me, hitter of the week, Kristen Fifield. She uh, recorded nine RBIs, five runs scored, and even registered a stolen base. 667 batting average, and those players of the week brought to you by Ticket Smarter. Sydney Holman Mansell of Abilene Christian is our Ticket Smarter Pitcher of the Week. And the Wildcats kind of been sneaky good as of late, especially she pitched three complete games as they went undefeated in their four games last week. Uh, she had a seven-inning 
three-hitter against Texas Tech. Then she gave up three hits, allowed one earned run, struck out four. Two days later, she scatters six hits during the Wildcats' seven-inning win against Sam Houston. And just 24 hours later, she goes in the circle again. Don't say on the mound in softball because it's Never. not a mound. It's a circle. Inside that circle. That's right. And uh, she gets a four-strikeout performance there. So congratulations to our Ticket Smarter Players of the Week. I also want to point out as we record this on Wednesday, Arizona, top 25 team taking on New Mexico State this evening in Las Ooh. Cruces. ESPN will be producing that game for ESPN+. Plus, and our good friend Adam Young will be on the call. Oh, good. And Adam Young, we will see him in Huntsville. He'll be doing our softball championship. And while we're talking about New Mexico State, congratulations to head coach Kathy Rodolph for her 750th career win. 750. That is a lot of W's. And one of the top coaches in the uh, in the WAC over the last decade in softball for sure. And uh, it just it goes to show you the quality of coaches they have in Las Cruces and Kathy Rodolph. Many WAC championships. So far, the year has not been going probably the way she wanted, but that's one of those dangerous teams once we get to the uh, tournament. Yeah, and you can never never cross out New Mexico State. As or... we found out in golf. Yeah. And yeah. tennis. Yeah, because remember, we had talked to New Mexico State's head coach for golf. Danny and Bowen. Danny Bowen, and he had said that, you know, they would – they. It was definitely motivation for them beforehand, but they needed everybody to come through and perform, and right. it looks like they certainly that's did. That's exactly so. what they did. Good preview for that. We're also only two weeks away from the outdoor track and field championships, which will be I mean, in it's Seattle. insane around this office right now. It is. It is. I don't even know where, where to begin, <laughs> where to stop, where to start. Our uh, men's outdoor track and field athletes of the week, Stephen F. Austin, Jeremiah Curry, and Grand Canyon's Martin Gasparini, are the Ticket Smarter Athletes of the Week. Curry from SFA sprinted to break the school record in the 200-meter dash, 20.41 seconds. That's the best time in the WAC so far this year, and 19th in the NCAA. Gasparini sets the GCU record in the javelin as he uh, gets a top-10 NCAA throw there as well. So some people to watch out for as we head to Seattle. Yeah, how about the uh, women's Ticket Smarter Athletes of the Week? We have Grand Canyon's Anaya Bailey, a grad student who placed third in the 400-meter run on uh, at the event ASU Twilight Collegiate. That was Friday through Saturday. Her time, 54.04, was the top spot in the WAC performance list and 40th in the NCAA West region. And then from Stephen F. Austin, Nissi Cabango, who we saw quite a bit in the indoor championship, mm-hmm. she was she made her mark there, and she won the high jump this past uh, Saturday, and uh, yeah, that put her puts her first in the WAC and twelfth in the NCAA overall performance list. High right jumping uh, six feet, which is I, know, yeah, yeah, it's I. crazy <laughs> to think about jumping over something six feet and not touching it. Yeah, but she is one of the top uh, track and field athletes in the WAC this year. We're going to uh, take a break, but then when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the championships that we went to and hear from some of those winning coaches and student-athletes. You're listening to the WAC Podcast. Hey, don't go away. Hercules Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference and for more than 65 years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. 
whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit HerculesTires.com. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Women's Golf, New Mexico State winning the championship at the individual title, going to Siri Pachana of Grand Canyon University. I had a chance to talk with her. Did both a Learn, Compete, Inspire story on her, as well as talking to her after she won the championship. Interesting story comes from Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, came over. Her dad got her interested in golf just because he's kind of a golf nut and wanted his <laughs> kids to give it a try out. And boy, uh, is she ever a good golfer and is hoping to uh, uh, be on the tour is still her, her goal. She's uh, planning to go to Q school uh, this uh, summer. So hopefully everything works out there. She's already graduated uh, from GCU. So uh, just when you watch her play, she's just got such a smooth swing and, and so effortless, and the ball goes forever. When I was interviewing her, we had a, an animal kind of scurry <laughs> across. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I thought it was a rat, but it turned out it was a baby armadillo. Again, we're in Kerrville, <laughs> Texas. And here was the reaction from one Siri Pachana. Oh, ew, ew, what is that? Ew, ew. So everybody was okay. <laughs> Was I'm, the not sure what, okay? I'm not sure what happened to the armadillo, but if you want to see it, go to our TikTok page. Ooh. Uh, and it's on there. Uh, very sports. cute little fella. Yeah, I think I'm armadillos guessing. are cute. Yeah, they and well, when they're little like that. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know. We, I big... ran over one in southern Illinois, and I probably cried the whole way home because oh it gosh. was so – they just started everywhere. They just run. It was devastating. Horrific. So. Thanks for bringing the show down. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> so also New Mexico State – Winning their seventh out of the last eight tournaments. I, I, I did say seven out of eight years at one point, but didn't have the tournament in 2020, so it's seven of the last eight tournaments. Uh. But uh, they were picked third, and that was motivation, let me tell you, because uh, Amelia McKee, the uh, top golfer from New Mexico State this week, as the trophy's being handed out, she says, not bad for being picked third. Ooh, <laughs> wow, throwing shade a bit, my so, goodness. So uh, she had a we'll tremendous turn. Back it up. And, though, and yep, she's and also, if, if you've seen any highlights, she, she has the one long sock that she wears. Did some investigative work, found out that she wears that uh, as a shout-out to her cousin who has Down syndrome, and he was being bullied, and it was kind of her way of letting oh, him know she's thinking about him. Love that. So this was her, her last tournament in, in the WAC. I mean, they move on to the regionals, but senior who's, who's not coming back and had a chance to talk with her about winning the championship, not only that being the uh, player on the 18th green when they won the championship. I didn't look up. I was too nervous. So I just hit the putt, and the only reason I knew it went in is because I heard my girl screaming on the other side. So that was that, a pretty that, special moment, emotional you know, that, moment. That was... So congratulations to Amelia McKee and her teammates, uh, their head coach, Danny Bowen. Only been there a few years. I believe this is his third WAC championship already. And, you know, you always ask to compare the championships to one another. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, it actually does. Um, you know, this is the first one that I've had as, as head coach um, where we've not been, um, you know, the top-ranked team uh, heading into the event. Um, so to be kind of the underdog mentality uh, this week was uh, something that the girls – looked forward to, I think, um, and, and they saw it as a challenge. So New Mexico State, uh, the WAC champion once again in women's golf. As we mentioned, 
men's golf will be taking place this week. They are picked third. Sam Houston picked one. GCU picked two in the pre-championships coaches poll. But you had a chance, as we mentioned earlier in the show, to go to Beaumont, Texas uh, for the WAC tennis tournament hosted by Lamar University. Yeah, it was uh, humid, hot and humid in Beaumont those three days. Um, so we'll start. Why don't we start with the women? We'll okay. start with the women and New Mexico State earning their third overall program championship. It's been actually three consecutive years that they have been to the WAC championship match, if you will. And uh, head coach Emily Wong was super excited. She said a big part of it was going to be the energy of the team and, and ensuring they started strong and clinching that doubles point. I really think that it was our energy. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about that a lot throughout this season, and we were really able to peak with our energy and, and um, believe in each other and uh, sustain that energy throughout the entire tournament. So I think that's really what, what, what carried us through. On that championship day, New Mexico State taking on Seattle U, right? It was 3-0 up. Aggies were up, and so it was. We were just kind of waiting for what's where's that fourth point going to come from, and it came from the freshman Lisa Jew, who uh, who won her her match, clinched that fourth point, clinched that tournament title, and I mean she was just celebrating. The team rushed out, and and she I talked to her a bit, and she was just you know super excited because her opponent that she played she had lost to uh, previously, so she was a little nervous going in. So really cool for her, and then I got a chance to talk to senior. Chloe Gavino, who uh, in her final season, she was really excited because she had shared that it had been a, a c- tough couple of years for the program in terms of just, uh, you know, the the team and having lost their number one player at the beginning of the year. And so here's what she said this championship meant to her. It's meant a lot to me. It's my senior year, so it means a lot winning. Last year, we had a really tough year. Um, we only had five players, really. And then this year... We had a pretty tough year, too. We had one of our players leave, and it's just been a tough year all around, so I'm glad it ended with a win. And if you really want to see something really cute, you can go to our Twitter, (laughs) at WAG Sports, and you can see a puppy buy a trophy. And then if you uh, look at the comments, you can see the puppy being fed by the bottle by head coach uh, Emily Wong, who... uh, Picked up her puppy there. So trophy and a new puppy for which, the which coach. Which was cuter, though, the puppy or the baby armadillo? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a close one there. Uh, you What's going to happen at softball and track now? We have to keep up the I know cute uh, animal deal. Seriously, because it the armadillo was super cute. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll move forward to the men's tennis championship. And congratulations to Abilene Christian head coach, Juan Nunez and his crew winning their first WAC championship because they came from the Southland Conference. And like I had mentioned, they didn't make their their conference tournament last year. They're actually the first team for Abilene Christian to win a WAC tournament title. Now, of course, Abilene Christian hasn't been in our conference for very long, but still exciting for the tennis program to do it. And uh, I spoke with head coach Juan Nunez, who got emotional because he was saying, you know, I was asking him the questions and he's like, hey. I didn't do it. It was all my team. To watch it happen for them, uh, for the seniors and, and for the guys that came here and we had a vision and and uh, for that vision to to come true is just, it's an incredible feeling for them because they're the ones that have 
really put the effort day in, day out, put up with me, put up with the road trips and everything. Abilene Christian. So I know that, you know, I, I actually really, I'd never been to a college tennis championship. I've covered some high school mm -hmm. championships and stuff. And my gosh, the way that the team gets loud and cheers for each other. So, you know, on court one, they're like, yeah, that's a match point. So that court six can hear if they're down. I mean, it really hypes everyone up. But I really think that Abilene Christian has to take the cake on how loud their team gets, how hyped, and especially their guy Riley Tran. I mean, he is loud. I mean, no matter what, at one point he is screaming, he is firing up his crowd, his crew, his team, and uh, here's what he had to say that this title meant to him. Kind of the thought that was running through my head was that my whole tennis career was leading up to this moment, all the early mornings with the guys, all the study halls, all the practices where you didn't want to be there, but you told your coach you wanted to be there. All of that just led up to this moment, and it couldn't have been greater. And last but not least, Dario Komet. He was a top player for Abilene Christian, contributed in a very big way. He was pretty stoked about the victory as well. Probably the best one I've ever had in tennis. You know, We've trained all year. We've had you know, probably the best group of guys I've ever been with, and um, it's just... I'm speechless on how happy I am for everyone and for this team, the coach and everyone. Uh, credit to Lamar, they played well. Um, but yeah, it feels unbelievable. This is one of the best feelings I've had in a long time. Congratulations to Abilene Christian, men's tennis, as well as New Mexico State women's tennis. It was a wonderful program. Went off, won a wonderful tournament, wonderful championship, went off without a hitch. And, you know, got to experience some great seafood that Beaumont has to offer because right by the, by the Gulf. Right by the ocean. I was in Kerrville. Experienced some great uh, barbecue. Oh, okay. The uh, loaded baked potato from the HEB. Okay. So take that. <laughs> oh, I have to. I have to give a shout out to actually Juan Nunez on the Bucky's yes gas station slash uh, food slash. Uh, kind of like a Walmart. Clothing. I mean, like, it was the biggest thing ever. I mean, yeah. well, also they have like 450 gas pumps. So, I mean, anyone and wow. everyone can go there. How expensive is the gas? I don't even know. I don't, I don't think we got gas there, actually. I'm pretty. Uh. We went to Buggies for the experience <laughs> inside. I got some beaver nuggets, which are these like caramel, like pop. I don't know, fluffy pop mm. popcorn without the kernel. I would almost describe it. Yeah, I'm sure they're gluten-free. <laughs> and some cherry sours, which we're not all that sour, but once you have like 10 or so, they're really good. <laughs> well, you have to call the dentist. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the other thing. As long as you brush your teeth 22 times a day like I do. <laughs> well, a couple of great experiences I had in Kerrville. Sounds like you had in Beaumont as well. Looking forward to it. As we mentioned, we're – I'm going to Seattle. You're going to Huntsville for the uh, softball and track and field championships. Boulder City, neither one of us are going, but uh, we have a correspondent there Love working that. for the WAC. So check the WAC accounts this Friday, Saturday, Sunday to see who wins the WAC Men's Golf Tournament. want to thank everybody for taking some time out and listening to the WAC Podcast. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACSports.com.